Before I get into this episode, I have to tell you about Making Marketing. It's a weekly conversation with the people who are leading and innovating the world of marketing, be it the relevance of agencies, changing roles of the CMO, or the new way to apply data insights. Some of our recent guests include Alicia Tillman of SAP, Bob Greenberg of RGA, and Vimla Blackgupta of Equinox. Tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits around the world. I'm Aditi Sangul. We recently hosted the Digiday Brand Summit in Palm Springs, California. In this session, Evan Parker, VP of Content at NASCAR, talks about how to tell stories at speed. Listen in. At NASCAR, everything's about speed. Our cars go around the track at 200 miles per hour. Our pit stops happen in the blink of an eye. And the way that we try to tell our stories, speed plays a big role in that, whether it's the, the speed at which we have to communicate things to our fans, uh, the speed that we want to get a message out in, a, in one piece of content. Speed plays a major role. So my hope today is I can show you some things. I'm going to play a bunch of videos. I've been told sometimes that, that for content people, we talk too much and don't show enough. So I'm going to try to show a bunch of stuff. Uh, hopefully it's at least entertaining and maybe you guys can pull a few things out of it that can help you with your businesses, even if you're in a completely different sector. So this is a, a pit stop. Uh, in a pit stop, four tires get changed, gas, make any change you need to the car, five guys over the wall and they're out the door within, within 14 seconds, about on average. So watching this, a lot going on, it's really quick. I know that there was a presentation earlier today talking about um, attention span and long form. So you know, there's that, the uh, old study about the, the amount of time that, that uh, humans can now pay attention to things. It's somewhere in that eight to 10 second range. This is seven or eight seconds worth of uh, fish going around in circles. It felt like an eternity to me. Um, <laughs> So what we've learned at NASCAR, and, and we learned it the hard way, is that we used to tell stories that were long form, which there's nothing wrong with, and I'll get into some of that in a minute. And I know Lauren talked from Intuit uh, earlier today about long form. But um, when we had a message to convey, it just took too long to get to that message. If there's one thing you want to convey to somebody in, in a piece of content, and you got a three or four minute piece, and you have to wait until the end of that piece to actually tell them what you're looking for them to, to kind of glean from it, uh, it's too long and you, and you lose the people. So I'm gonna show two videos. One is a piece of content uh, that we put together uh, two years ago for our playoffs. It, it, this is actually half. I mean, you'll, you'll watch it and you'll be like, this is a really piece of, long piece of content, and it's half of what it really was. Um, and it's cool, I love it, our fans loved it, but the message was at the end, and nobody got to it. Even, you know, and I say nobody, not enough people got to it. Um, and then I'll show you a piece that we did this year that's a lot shorter. And, and, I, and I know that it's not like, okay, well, the, the secret here is just make things short and people are going to watch. It has to be good um, and, and it has to be interesting. But we've at least found when there's a message involved, the speed at which you get to that message, even if it's in a 5, 10, 15 minute piece, the speed that you get to that message is crucial because otherwise people are not going to watch. I, I'm sure that you guys all see your uh, completion rates on videos that you post. Even a great piece of content, the completion rate's not where you want it to be. Uh, so getting to that message really quickly is important. So this is a piece of uh, a video that we did. Uh, this was two years ago for the playoffs. We basically took our drivers, we put them in I call it real world situations and tried to display what was happening on a track. This is a real race that was shown rather than being in cars that you took the guys out, put them on sea-dews to try to tell this story. Um, this was uh, cut down. We had a, a TV spot for it, but this was a piece of content that went on YouTube. And the total runtime of this, this, we're only showing a few minutes of it, was about four minutes. The goal of this content 
was to get you to watch the race, tell you what time the race was. what we want you to see. That's it. The rest of it is cool. It's great if you watch it and you have fun. But that, that's that last slide. That's the only thing that we really cared about. When is the race? When can you see it? What time? What channel? And if you watch, if you pay attention to nothing else, but you get that message, then we won. But you had to watch three or four minutes of guys on sea dues. As cool as that was and as fun as it was to be on a boat watching these guys shoot it, it wasn't getting our message across in the way that we wanted to. So this year we sort of flipped it. We said, first of all, the content has to be shorter. If, if we have a message to convey, let's make sure it's shorter. Uh, but also let's make sure that we're getting to the message, the, the key message much quicker on in the piece of content. So this is a piece that we did uh, this year for the playoffs and you'll see it's, it's pretty different. So first of all, we said that the time of the race um, and when the race was within the first three seconds of the video. Um, it's, this whole thing ran 20 seconds. We put out a bunch of content that was between six and 20 seconds. Again, there's a place for long form and I'll get into that, at least in, in our experience. But for us, what we realized, a couple years ago, you look at a six second video and that's a vine. And you say, how can anybody tell a story in a vine? Well, now that's really what people are trying to get from a messaging standpoint. You can get a lot of information pulled across in six seconds. In 20 seconds, we give you the history of the guys, all the four guys who are gonna be in the championship. We told you when the race was gonna be. If I said, tell me a story in 20 seconds, you'd be like, that's not enough time to do it. But we did it. Uh, you, know, you can compare it to the two minute piece and say one was more um, emotional, one was richer than the other, but this got people to pay attention and that's all that mattered. We were able to tell people when the race was. But it, it's not all doom and gloom. Again, it, it, it's not like, okay, now get rid of every long form storytelling opportunity you have and, and stop trying to tell rich stories and just do things that are quick because we don't believe that. There was a study uh, from Google a few years ago that said 81% of video viewing sessions capture people's attention. What I take away from that is that people, when they see video, they stop and they pay attention. The next step is getting them to watch long enough to actually convey anything to them. But they're at least gonna be scrolling through their feed and they're gonna see a video and they're gonna stop. So what we know is people stick, or stick around for good content. They're going to see a video in your feed, you're gonna stop on it, you're gonna look, you're gonna give it two seconds and then you're gonna move on unless it's good. A video that I'm going to show is from a few years ago, but I, I play it every chance I get because I, I love it so much. It's a, um, a video we did with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Dale Earnhardt Sr., the bond between father and son. I uh, did it with Zach Brown Band, and this is a, a longer piece of content. There's no key message to this. We're not trying to convey anything. All we want you to do is show some emotion. We want you to get excited about it. We want you to feel something. And because there's no real key, key message in it, we can go a little bit longer and we don't have to worry. If you don't get to the end, it's okay because as long as we got you to feel something, then we did our job. So take a look. What's the question, dude? Uh, well, um, how was the race? Well, it was hot, but it was fast. Yeah. Did just you like just like you told me to go. Yeah. Did you draft a lot? Yeah, I drafted just like you told me to before the race. Are you going to give me some money when you get home? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you spent enough down here this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was a giant. 
When I was just a kid, I was always trying to do everything he did. I can still remember every lesson he taught me. Growing up, learning how to be like my old man. Using lessons learned from his father to go from sixth to first and score the victory in the Pepsi 400. I dedicate this win to him. I mean, there ain't nobody else that I could dedicate it to. He was a lion. We were a father's pride, but I was defiant When he made me walk the line He knew how to lift me up When to let me fall Looking back, he always had a plan My old man My old man on his hands and dusty overalls my old man now I finally understand I have a lot to learn from my old man <laughs> Now, is that your dad or is that the car owner? That's the car owner right there. Is that your son or is that your driver? That's the son. I hope you guys feel some kind of way like I do. It was my dad's 70th, and, uh, 70th birthday yesterday, and I, I missed it because I'm out here talking to you guys, and now I'm getting all emotional. Um, that video for us, longer again, no key message, but 75 times more 30-second views than our average piece of content on Facebook. Because it was telling a story, because it was, it, it was um, I think, uh, some emotional content. What we've found with our stuff, and I know there are studies on this, you show a face in the first three seconds, people pay attention. You have popular music, people may stop and listen. Um, you've got recognizable people, Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, Jr., people are going to pay attention to that if there's emotion. So again, I know I talked about the speed of getting content out there. I think for us, we found that it's, it's crucial for us to tell stories as quickly as possible when we have a message, but there's still a, a place in our world for long-form storytelling as long as you're able to find those uh, ways to kind of pull at the hard strings or tell, tell a good story. But you also have to be able to, to stop somebody's thumbs. I know, you know we, our, our friends at Facebook always talk about kind of the, the scrolling through the phone and when you want somebody to stop on something when they see your piece of content. For us, we put out a lot of stuff every single day. Um, and so how do we differentiate? How do we make our stuff feel a little bit different to, get, to catch your eyes? So I'm just gonna show a quick uh, video we did with um, a guy who goes by the name of Azad, A-Z-O-D. He's a, um, a claymation artist and, he, and he's on, on Instagram. And so this is a piece that we had um, him do for us before the playoffs this year. I want a damn clock. How are we gonna get it home? I'm gonna ratchet strap it. We're gonna be the Clampets with our trophy ratchet strapped to the roof. So, and, and this little, some other ones that we did with him will play in the background here so you can see it. But we put out, uh, so far this year, we put out 17,000 pieces of content on our social channels. It's a lot. Um, we need to make sure that our stuff feels different, that when you're going through your feed, you see a bunch of NASCAR stuff, that the 17,000th piece doesn't feel like the, the 16,999 before it, otherwise you're not gonna pay attention. 
Um, and, and I find too often brands are slow to change their look and feel. Everybody gets so caught up in having uh, their brand identity and their brand look that they sometimes forget that you need to keep things uh, moving. You need to keep evolving your brand to make it feel fresh. Uh, so this is one way that we've been able to do it this year. We bring in influencers, we bring in artists, people who have a different look and feel, a different point of view than we have, and we make sure that we uh, are able to create content that we're able to get out to our fans through that. Um, th these videos, all 15, 20 seconds long, they killed it for us on Instagram. Our fans loved it. We were able to tell stories. We were taking moments from actual races, from, from, from different things that happened, but we told them in a very different way. It didn't look like anything else we created, and we found that our fans were, were that, that thumb stop, and when they saw a claymation video for us, they stopped. And we've got a couple things like this planned for the Daytona 500 in February, um, because we know that this is the kind of stuff that resonates with our fans. Another thing that, that we've learned is preparedness in our world equals speed. So a few years ago, I'm sure everybody knows the, the uh, Super Bowl Oreo moment when the lights went off and Oreo was ready to go with that um, dunking in the dark um, piece of content that they put out. And every brand manager and CMO in the entire world said, we need that, why don't we have that? Um, and, and the truth was that nobody else had that because nobody else is really prepared um, or isn't prepared enough. And what we learned is that, that in order for Oreo to do that, they had, a, um, they had a war room, they had designers, they had copywriters, they had brainstormed a bunch of things. When a moment ha happened, they were able to pounce. We have a similar thing at NASCAR for every single race. So we've got a war room that we uh, have staffed throughout the race. So these are a bunch of graphics that we put out. Uh, the one, you know, stage racing, uh, winner's graphic, new leader, things like that, that you can't create once it happens. You can't just say, oh crap. Brad Kozlowski won the race, let's put something together. By the time that you get the piece of content out, people have moved on. So over the course of the season, 2,400 of those graphics go out to our fans. We need to be ready, we need to be prepared so we can be fast, we can get that message out to our fans. If we don't get the message out to our fans immediately, they're not gonna pay attention anymore, right? If, if somebody gets in a wreck and we tell them 20 minutes after it happened, we've lost the moment. So just some quick examples of that. Austin Dillon won the Daytona 500 this past year. Within seconds, we had a winner's graphic that went out to the fans. How do we have something ready and within seconds? Well, we built a template. We had a, had a lot of the pieces already made. We had a pretty good sense towards the end of the race who was even in contention. Austin went on a last second uh, pass, but we were able to, to, to really adapt quickly and we had this piece of content out literally within seconds of the race being over. In that bottom corner, that's just video of our, of our war room. So we've got it staffed with uh, video editors, with graphic designers, and with um, social producers every single race. Within minutes of him uh, winning, and the, vi the video on the left is not going to play, but within minutes of, of him winning, we were able to pull stuff from the broadcast. We were over able to overlay text on top of it and tell an even richer story. Because we were prepared, we had stuff already ready to go immediately. We had people there ready to, to, to capture that next moment. And then within hours, so Austin won 20 years after Dale Sr. won in the same car, the three car. You can't really see it over here, but there's a picture in the background in the smoke of Dale Sr on the podium taking his trophy in Austin is like a three or four year old boy who's up there with him because Austin's grandfather uh, owned Dale's car. So just a really cool moment that we were able to pull together within hours of the race, spending a little bit more time on it. And we were afforded that ability to tell that story because we had done all the other preparation to get all those other pieces of content out immediately. Um, for us, in order to tell the richer stories, we have to be able to get the, the kind of the, the low hanging fruit out the door immediately. Now I know in some of your worlds, you probably, if you work for a pharmaceutical ban uh, brand or for a bank or something like that, you gotta go through legal and you gotta go through all these different approvals. Luckily we don't have that, but I think that that preparedness equals speed um, can come into play in probably, in, in most people's worlds where just, just knowing what you wanna do and being prepared for it allows you to react really quickly to the moment. 
So just a, a quick uh, recap of some of the points. Breaking through the noise, uh, what we've been able to do is find different looks and feels and quickly uh, adapt and, and, and change our look over the course of the season. 17,000 pieces of content to date. Only way to make those all interesting is to make them not look the same. Uh, getting to the point, it doesn't just mean shorter pieces of content. I think for our fans, shorter pieces of content works. For your worlds, that may not. But if you do have uh, a key message, getting that up to the front, the way that if, if you've been a marketer for a long time, if you're used to TV work or radio work, you put you tag the end of a spot. That doesn't really work anymore. By the time you get to the end, you, you've lost a lot of the audience. So how do you bring that message out to the forefront? Remembering always, though, that people watch good content. If it's good, people are going to watch it. For us, long form usually doesn't have a key message in it. It just has a trying to get some emotion and then preparedness equals speed. On that, uh, on that breakthrough side, I'm just going to show one more thing before I hop off the stage. Um, so we have a couple hundred audio feeds at every race. We've got every single driver, and they're talking to their crew chief, they're talking, they're talking to their spotter, the pit crew's there, the radio broadcast, NASCAR officials. And so when, if I play this, this is from our last race of the season, the championship race in Miami. This is, all of them you'll start to hear layered on top of each other. This is a, at a restart at the, at, during the race. You can see in the top right corner, the cars are starting to go. And that, if you just listen to all the feeds at once, that's, that's how it sounds. So for us, it's important to be able to quickly break through the noise. How do we take all that information, all those things happening, and find what the story is? How do we tell that story from all that different information? So I'm going to play a quick video and then get off the stage so everybody can eat. Um, but this is a, a piece that we do called Radioactive. And Radioactive comes out for us within 24 hours of every race. We do it in, in partnership with Fox, our broadcast partner. Um, and we basically tell the story of the race through just those audio feeds. There's video, but it's through the audio feed. So there's no narration. It's just we're taking a driver talking to his crew chief. We're taking a pit crew member, stuff like that. And we're editing it together to tell a story. So I'm going to play about half of the video that we did at the end of the, uh, the season just to show another way that we've found we're able to kind of break through the noise, give the fans something that's different, that feels unique, and do it quickly. This is all done within about 24 hours of the race. It's coming down to the final 15 laps. Green flag back in the air. I just the 18 there. Go get him. Now Logano side by side with the 18 for second. Logano with the run. Look at this run. All the way to the back bumper of the 78. Now to the outside. Here comes Logano. to claim his first ever Cup Series championship. It's Joey Logano who wins. Yeah! Oh! You won the championship, baby. Yeah! Congratulations, Joey Logano. You are the champion. Here we are. So that's how NASCAR looks at the speed of storytelling. I hope that that was at a minimum entertaining. Maybe you got something out of it. But um, at least in our world, speed is key. And we keep it in mind in, in basically everything we do. So thank you. Appreciate the time. Thank you all for listening. I'm Aditi Sangu. Did you like the show? Then rate us and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can write to me or tweet at me. I'm at Aditi Sangu or Aditi at Digiday.com. I'll be back soon with another episode.